Welcome to the Real Estate Hustle Podcast. My name is Andre Chin, broker owner, real estate investor, mega agent, and real estate coach. We're going to be tackling all things real estate, bringing you guests from all across North America, mega agents, mega teams, and we're going to be diving deep into their businesses to figure out how they got to where they are and how they consistently bring that hustle into their business every single day. Buckle up, our podcast starts now. Welcome back to another episode of the Real Estate Hustle podcast. I'm here today with a good friend, fellow entrepreneur, Mr. Oliver Bohr, who is the head of Sphere Social Marketing. Now, we know that social media is one of the greatest things that agents can invest their time and money into. It's going to develop your brand. It's going to help with your lead generation. And who are we kidding? Clients are always going to Google and look you up and go check out your social media when you're there. And so we wanted to bring someone like Oliver out because we get it. Realtors weren't the best at social media. We've come a long way, but we know there's so much that you're seeing from your side of stuff as you see leaders and these great entrepreneurs come into the social space. Oliver, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, man. Happy to be here. Uh, so tell me, what, what exactly is the company? I mean, we're going to have a lot of people kind of wondering what it is you guys do and, and why today is so impactful for them as they're listening to this episode. Yeah, so Sphere Social Media is the industry's easiest way to make social media videos. Um, the reason we're kind of going that direction and, and everything we do is all around making it easy is because we believe that when it's easy, it's sustainable. Um, and so I know the podcast is, is is all about hustle and everything, but the way that I perceive hustle, it's all about simplifying everything that you can so that you can maintain consistency. So I believe that hustle is really found, let's say, in the hours of nine to five. Like, I don't think somebody needs to work from 6 a.m. until 10 p.m., but if you every day wake up and show up and have the discipline and a mental fortitude to keep on doing the simple tasks every day then you can move your business very far, very fast, to be honest. Um, and so we've taken that approach in social media and just made the absolute simplest platform in the world to make these social media videos exclusively for real estate professionals. Now it's, it's, I love what you said. They're simple. You know, it's, it's a topic that has come up time and time again, as we've been interviewing top producers um, and mortgage professionals is, is we hear this word simple and it seems like that's sort of where the industry is going back to. D d are you seeing that sort of on your side where agents are just, they've tried everything and now they're just going back to kind of the basics of what makes sense. Um, I think so. I mean, it depends on the person. Like, I think simple can look like different things to different people. So there's kind of few words that get conflated. Like there's simple and then there's comfort and then there's easy. And like none of those three words are really the same thing. So if an agent, let's say, is really comfortable making, I don't know, 300 phone calls a day, for them that's simple. Maybe for them that's even easy. Um, and then there's another word also just to throw into the mix of efficiency. So kind of all of these words, they are similarly related, but they're not the same thing. Um, the way that I like to look at ease and simplicity as it pertains to hustle is all of the tools that are out there like in particular let's say artificial intelligence right now the chat gpt just it's like a cheat code it doesn't even make sense it's so easy the problem is is that anytime you're trying to learn a new skill it's overwhelming and it's stressful so you have this tool that makes it so easy for you yet i don't really know how to go at it and address it and it makes me feel stupid and it makes me feel overwhelmed and so it's another thing that i don't want to have to think about and so i'm kind of just going to ignore that so maybe that's a more comfortable decision maybe for some people that's the right decision i personally i'm not of the opinion that this is a trend and that it's going to die out i think this has to be here to stay and i think that people really have to get on board if you want to be more efficient um 
but yeah, I think that people should always be looking for ways to simplify the process, to get comfortable with the hustle, uh, to work as efficiently as possible in the way that efficiency looks to them. Like if you're just starting out and you know nothing about technology, out of the gate, you shouldn't be looking at how do I leverage ChatGPT. However, if you have a business and you have ways of generating leads and it's happening consistently, you're like, how do we take this to another level? ChatGPT might be a place place to look. So I always believe that people should be saying, instead of what's the next thing that I should be doing, it's looking at everything that you could do and say, what shouldn't I be doing next? And then the thing that you're left with should be the most efficient way to taking your business to the next level. I hope that kind of answers your question. Yeah, no, I mean, that, that makes perfect sense. And I mean, you know, I love that you brought ChatGPT into the conversation because you're hearing kind of those both sides, right? It's like, is it going to stay? Is it going to go? Should I be looking at it? I mean, I don't know how realtors keep their head on top of everything, right? Like I remember when, yeah. um, what, what was the new platform that just came out there? Uh, Clubhouse. Club, well, Clubhouse was the big one. And then, you know, Instagram just launched their version of Twitter. That's out there as yeah, well. Threads. I'm kind of going how many things am I supposed to focus on? And, and I guess that's where guys like you kind of come in because we have no idea what we're doing on this side. So, so I mean, talk talk about that and, and even ChatGPT. I mean, you, you said don't focus on it if you're coming in, if you're new, if you're that sort of stuff, but you think it's definitely here to stay. It's not going anywhere. Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I can prove it to you right now. Like Threads is a platform. It, it, in my mind, I have no opinion on whether or not, I mean, I think it's pretty obvious right now it was, Maybe they're going to make a heavy comeback, but it was a very, very quick fad. Like, I'm going to sit back and I'm going to watch and see what happens with threads. And if it takes off, I'll get on board. It wasn't like when TikTok came out, I'm like, let's go TikTok. Like, I'm not going to have an opinion. I don't care to have an opinion. I'm going to sit back, see if it takes. And if it turns out that the people that I'm trying to serve are on TikTok, I'm going to go on TikTok. ChatGPT is, is another beast entirely because... We know that there are platforms that exist out there to get my message in front of a lot of people. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, right? So ChatGPT is not a platform to see if it takes off. ChatGPT is like an assistant. And having assisted help and efficient workflows is never going to go out of style. So maybe we'll have another version of ChatGPT come up. But to be honest, we'll put it this way. Let's say if you wanted to create a social media schedule. Right. Let's say if you're a realtor in Hamilton, Ontario that specializes in investors, right? You're an agent that specializes in investors. You want to know, I want 30 days of content. What should I talk about? I, instead of having to think about questions, I could, let's say, go to ChatGPT and say, you're a real estate agent in Hamilton that specializes in investors. You're always trying to target investors who are looking for good opportunities, or you're always trying to target investors who are looking to get into the market with less money down, whatever the heck is that you're trying to do. What are... 30 questions that somebody might ask you that would showcase your expertise. So what are 30 frequently asked questions that you get asked on a daily basis, let's say. And ChatGPT just gives them to you, bam. Then you take each one of these questions and you say, write an Instagram reel outline for a video around, insert the first question there. And then it gives that to you. Like, it's not about getting on top of trends. It's about being able to create months and months or years, honestly, of content in minutes or hours, like, that's not a trend. You know what? I love that. I love that you just, and again, you, you use that simplified word and, and, you know, we brought efficiency, efficiency into the conversation as well. And I think it's important to note that 
they're already professionals you're watching, listening to that are already deep into this AI stuff and are already, you're probably listening to them or watching their content and it is generated by ChatGPT already. A hundred percent. I've actually had the idea and, and I couldn't rationalize the time it would take to do this, but I had an idea of creating a, a, a channel specifically for ChatGPT for realtors and have ChatGPT entirely run the channel meaning content ideas developed by ChatGPT, scripts written by ChatGPT, the videos edited with AI, and like this idea and, and the transparency from the gate of like, none of this is my own. And even if I have a great idea of how we could take it to the next level, it's like, I'm not going to do it. It has to be run by ChatGPT. And you could totally do it. Like, let me even take that example that I just mentioned before. You get your idea from ChatGPT, you write a script with ChatGPT, you read the script literally off a teleprompter, and then it looks like you're obviously reading the script, but then you use an AI video editing platform like Veed to make it that your eyes automatically look at the, look at the camera at the click of a button. Like again, these aren't, it's just disgusting how easy this stuff becomes. Now, I don't think that everybody coming into real estate should be like, this is what I need to do. I need to do this. However, if you're like, time is of the essence, I don't have time for this stuff. I'm spending $4,000 a month on my social media manager. Um, and the work is okay. It's not really moving my business forward, but there's nothing fresh about it. It's like, that might be a time to say, how do I cut out that four grand, hire a virtual assistant for however many dollars an hour to do the same work, and then let these AI platforms create a, an amazing social media strategy for me that's really going to take my business to another level. Like, again, that's not a trend. Wow. Wow. Well, and I mean, so so let me ask the other question and the elephant in the room then. Should we be worried about our jobs with things like AI, chat GPT coming down the pipeline? Like, the, you know, the biggest thing for real estate agents has always been data, right? We've had the data, the clients need the data, we're able to provide that data, create relationships, create build rapport and, and get into business with people. Now, data is everywhere, right? We don't control yeah. the data anymore. Everybody's got access to the same data. Websites are giving you sold prices now. We used to have that forever. That's also gone off the table. And so as, as AI comes into this industry, do you think that that's a benefit or do you think that that's a threat? And should we be worried about you know losing clients to, to AI when they can mm -hmm. get the majority of the stuff without us? I think... No, I don't think you should be worried about it. And I'll explain why. I don't know if, if this uh, product is all over the place, but I like to look at accounting as a great example because I don't want to deal with my taxes at all. Like I want to be as far away from that as possible. And so these platforms like TurboTax or whatever it is, where they'll, it's a simple platform to do it. At the end of the day, you're going to have to, you're not even going to be able to make an argument to me about why I should use something like TurboTax because I'm not going to want to sit down and let you explain to me how simple it is. Just like, just take it away from me. I don't want to go near it. So I give it to my accountant and they take care of it, right? It's the ease of it. I don't really need a relationship with my accountant. I don't want them to tell me what they're doing. Just, just do it, mm. right? So I think just like platforms like TurboTax, for example, may be a threat to accounting firms. At the end of the day, there's always going to be a market of people like myself that don't want to deal with this stuff. And I just want a professional to, to say, don't worry, I got you. So I think if anything, the thing that realtors maybe should be more concerned about are these like, let's say self-serve brokerages. However, there will always be a market of people that don't want to deal with these things, don't know what they don't know. And really just saying, if we're going to do this big transaction, I'm just going to do it right. Now, the thing that AI, so I would be more concerned about that than AI, but I still wouldn't really be concerned about that. The thing that AI will never, ever, ever be able to replicate is you. 
that mm. you as a person, you as a soul, let whatever you want to call it. But that is the thing that will never be able to replicate, be replicated. So again, there will always be a market of people that are like, I don't really need that. I could just do it myself. However, AI as the engine and the individual as the front facing steering wheel, for lack of a better word, I think that's the way that this can truly be leveraged. And I don't think AI is going to be taking anyone's jobs, maybe the video editor's jobs, maybe. Um, but I well, think it's real estate. It's crazy what those those video editors are doing, right? Like it's it's absolutely, absolutely wild. Like you said, it's it's pulling I line of sight back, it's it's doing just just some insanely incredible things. I mean, I, I'm not worried about it, right? But I know I hear it out there, right? It's like I'm gonna avoid using chat GPT, I'm gonna avoid using some of these tools because I'm worried about my job or I'm worried about my clients, that sort of stuff. I agree with you. Well, like as if chat GPT is like being empowered by this or something. Like if I don't use it, chat GPT is not gonna be able to come for me like yeah, it's still going to do its thing it's still going to they're providing stuff and it's still going to help you you with content i mean i think what i think the point you made earlier where you talk about efficiency i truly think that's where chat gpt and, and ai is going to really be the thing that saves realtors is we now get to focus on the things that are most important which is lead generation lead follow-up going on appointments and, and you know writing contracts selling houses if we can focus on that, we get more productive, we make more money. If we're not focused on, like you said, hiring out the person, filming all the content, coming up with all the content ideas, doing all these things, and because maybe we don't have the budget, maybe we can't hire that $4,000 a month social media person or whatever the version is, we get to leverage a tool that's fast, it's easy, it, it, it puts us out there on the map really, really quickly, and then it does our content. I heard you say, you know, ask it to develop 30 days of content based on this specific topic, tick, tick, tick. And you're going to get your, your 30 different ideas or 60 different ideas. And then all you have to do is go and film it. One less thing to think about. So, so I agree with you. I think it's here to stay. I don't see it going anywhere. I think people are going to be slow to adopt like everything else. And then, you know, they're going to be those early adopters because that's really the key with technology is there's going to be early adopters who get in and get ahead of everybody. Really, Yeah, exactly. It's like the first people to buy a telephone. I think it might be a good opportunity for me to break down a little bit the sphere of social media process and why we do it like that. Yeah, so no, I'd love to hear more about that because, because I mean, I've tried it out. So for everybody listening or watching, I've tried it out. Like it, it is so simple. It is so easy. I mean, I know a ton of professionals that are on it as well. And and so, you know, Oliver, tell, tell us how that works and how that gives you that simple and efficient part um, of, of social media marketing. Yeah. So usually when it comes to, let's say, realtors or real estate professionals or honestly, anybody wanting to get into social media, but it's... I don't really know what I'm supposed to talk about. Even if you give me topics, I don't really know how to talk about it, like what to say about it. And then afterwards, I got to hire somebody and do the whole creative process. Like, I don't really know how to direct somebody on there. So again, you're in a point of desperation. And what do people do when they're desperate is they overpay for something. It's like you could you pay $500 for a bottle of water if you're in a desert for three days with no drink. Like, that's what you do. So somebody signs up with us. Let's say their demographic is residential real estate. Right. Every week they get a link into their inbox. They click on the link and opens up on the left side of their computer screen is a video of me asking them a niche specific question. For example, what's your favorite part about helping people buy or sell a home? Or why should somebody work with a professional instead of selling their house by themselves? 
you answer the question. That's it. Just, just click record your answer and answer the question. So it's like a conversation. These are questions that your people are asking that they want the answers to that will show you as an expert and show you as a person. You answer the question, you click submit. They go over to our editors and our editors turn it into a social media content, remove the silences, remove the filler words, add background music, do the, all of the animations and the B-roll and everything like that, and then send it back. So you just need to answer a question. But the whole idea behind it is I can't make the content. I can make you better. I can, you have to answer the question. I can make your answer look beautiful, look refined, look professional, all of that. But at the end of the day, if somebody wants to say to me, I don't want to talk. I just want, let's say, to send you an answer. Does that work? No, it doesn't. Because all of these things, sphere social media, the questions themselves, the, the scripts, the way you want to answer the question, the editing, it's all there to serve you and to elevate you as the hero in this, as the, as the, the figurehead. And without you, the whole thing falls apart. And that is, that is how it works. That's how sphere social media works. And I believe that's how ChatGPT works. So a phone is not going to sell something. You picking up the phone will help you sell something. So don't hate the tool that's there to help you because it's also helping other people. Instead, get with the program, let the things that are there to help you help you, and then just ride that wave to the top because that's really all it is. Now, now let me ask if, as we're looking at this, and, and I love it, right? I mean, let's ask the elephant in the room. I know a lot of people listening are probably wondering. So two things. What's the best, in your opinion, you being the, the expert at this sort of stuff, what's the what's the platform we should be focusing on as social media um, if we're going to chase that as realtors? Is there a specific one, in your opinion? Like which social media platform? Yeah. That's a tough question because it depends on your on your demographic. Like if, if you're working, let's say, with investors, like LinkedIn is probably a great place to start for investors. If you're working, let's say, in a more luxury place, I don't know, it's either TikTok usually or, or Instagram. If you want to be on, let's say, in a local community, like dealing with moms, uh, Facebook groups is a great place to be, like an amazing place. Um, so it's it's really, um, I think that in marketing in general, people ask the wrong question. So I would adjust that from saying, where's the best platform to start? And I would adjust that question and say, who is it that I want to attract? Who can basically pay me the most money and make me the most happy by working with these people? And where the heck are they? Like, don't reinvent the wheel. Don't try to make a new place that people have to come and find you. Like, just go to where they are, add value that they actually want. And that's it. So the answer to that question is wherever wherever your people are. I got you. Now, what's what do you see as like the most common mistakes that, that real estate professionals do when they get into social media? Oh, that's a fun question. I know, right? <laughs> I think realtors conflate things that shouldn't be conflated. Um, and let me give you an example. The question that you just asked, where should I start? That's not the right question. The question is, who am I targeting? How do, how do I identify who I'm supposed to be targeting? That's a great question. That's a great question. And then once you have that question, it's just, where are they? So if you're targeting investors, let's say, I know we said Instagram, but the the uh the bigger pockets Facebook group is a great place to find investors. It's a great place to find content that investors are looking for because that's where they hang out. So they conflate that. Another thing is a lot of the time people will conflate strategy for network. Right. So you may know a lot of people. That doesn't mean that the amount of people that you know 
is then going to push your business over the top. Your network is a tool. Again, if you can really refine your messaging and create great, compelling marketing messages to then reach the masses that you have in your network, then it'll do great things. So if you give a webinar, let's say to 5,000 people on how to purchase your first home and two people call you and book an appointment, yeah, there's two transactions, but that is your work working despite the fact that you have no strategy because your network is so massive, you can still make a couple of transactions. However, let's not conflate those two things. Let's improve your messaging. Let's make it better. And then when you give the same webinar to the same 5,000 people, your business really, really goes over the top. And, and you do need both. You need a network of people and you need a strategy. But again, it's that conflation of two things that ought not to be conflated. Mm. Wow, that's deep. That's deep. So, so, I mean, you're up to date on all the latest trends. I mean, that's your job. You've got to do it. How do we stay up to date? How do we know, you know, as you're talking about some of these things on what's the right question to ask and, and things like that, how do we go down that path? And where, where do we go to find out how to stay current and how to stay trendy? Cause this stuff's moving at an incredible pace. It's, it's almost impossible to keep up. Yeah. Um, so I would say, don't worry about that. Just like somebody who is who you're working with, shouldn't worry about following all of the market trends and the interest rates. Like that's not their job. That's why they hire you. So our jobs as real estate agents is to do our job as a real estate agent. Your job is not to keep on top of all of these social media marketing trends. Instead, what you should do is follow a person who it is their job and just watch them. So it's very hard for me to research ChatGPT every day and see what all of these new plugins, which by the way, spoiler alert, most of them are just a way of glorifying what ChatGPT already has, to be honest. Um, so yeah, don't overcomplicate things, simplify everything and follow one or two or three people that do it full time for a living and get paid a lot of money because they're very, very good at it. And they're very good at simplifying it for you. And that way you're staying on top of everything in no time whatsoever. Let them spend the four hours it takes for them to make a reel to teach it to you in 20 seconds and just take the 20 second lesson and go on with your life and do your job and help your people and make more phone calls and all of those things that you got to do. I love that. I love that, which is entirely the hustle for real estate agents, right? And so, so as we talk about, you know, this, this personal brand and, and nurturing relationships and that sort of stuff, do we, do we, Keep traditional marketing or or is your opinion, and, and again, know that this is just an opinion, right? I might be wrong, you might be be wrong, but but what's your opinion? Do we do we go hard into social media or do we still need to keep the other areas of traditional branding and traditional marketing in our business? I think they work with each other, but I I I would be hard pressed to find somebody who it's a good strategic decision to not go hard on social media just because it's like a microphone. Like it's just a way of getting in front of more people. So if you're speaking in public, it's not like, do I go hard on a microphone or do I just yell at the top of my lungs? Like, well, you may as well use it. It's there. So that's not to say that you shouldn't use traditional. Also, I believe that if you are going to use traditional low, it should come with a strategy. It's not like I'm just going to buy a bus bench there and like hope it works like maybe that's the strategy maybe if you're buying a bus bench while also running community events and then that as an authority builds you when you combine it with the ambassadorship that your events are doing again this is there's a lot kind of to consider that's why it's important to find a coach or mentor marketer that you trust and believe in um now do you yeah, guys so do you guys i mean let, let's ask a simple question do you guys offer that entire sort of consulting package where we can just come in you know, we've got the great tech, so the, the tech's going to solve our problem. We answer questions. It gives us great content. But we're, we're looking at how do we brand ourselves? How do we nurture these clients? And how do we set up that overall strategy? Is that something that Sphere does? Or do you guys partner with people for that? Because maybe that's not the thing you guys specialize in. Like, how does that look? 
for you guys? Uh, yes. Yeah, so we have a coaching call once a week. Now I make a, a very stark point to stay within very much within my wheelhouse, even if it's something I believe I can offer advice and assistance on. So when it comes to like sales and scripting, even though I obviously do my own sales and my own scripting, it's not what I teach. Um, however, creating, let's say, complementary social media strategies outside of just the videos that we are creating, yes, that is something that will help with. And and I mean, at the end of the day, if if my clients do well, I look really good. So exactly. I want people to talk about my product. And and if somebody signs up with me in January and by April, I don't know, they've gained another 300 followers and there's a mixture of carousels in there and videos in there. At the end of the day, what they know is since I signed up as for social media, the last however many months, I got that many followers. That's my concern. I want to help people grow in meaningful ways, build their networks and and sell more houses at the end of the day. So assuming that it actually fits within the wheelhouse of social media, yes, we we help with that consulting as well. But but I, I do want to reiterate, I make sure to stay within my wheelhouse. So in case somebody's thinking about sphere social media so that I can help them with their sales calls, like that's not what we do. That's not the right, that's not the right platform for you. No, I, I get that for sure. And and so you know, what, what are the KPIs that, I mean, you're doing this for, for tons and tons of real estate professionals. So I know you're tracking certain stuff. You just mentioned followers. I mean, that might be a KPI that someone wants to track, but how do we know if, if we're not going to go down this path, how do we know what makes us effective or what are the KPIs that we should look, we should be looking at to know that our marketing efforts and, and our time is worth it? So I got to tell you, I'm actually happy you called that back because when I said followers, I was like, ah, oh, that was probably a bad thing to say only because everybody is usually so focused on followers at the exclusion of everything else. Really, at the end of the day, what we care about is conversations because conversations lead to transactions. So if I'm getting, let's, I don't know, let's say you're doing a post and you get 200 views on, a, on, a, on an Instagram reel, let's say, but those 200 views turns into four quality conversations. Like, that's an extremely successful reel. Um, even if let's say it didn't get a lot of likes, even if I'd only got a couple of comments, but a couple of people reached out and said, hey, I just saw your video on how I can get into the market because of some creative financing options. I'm curious to discuss them with you. When do you have time? That is a massive win. Okay. So again, it's 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 our goal is to just help get you in front of more people. A lot of the time that looks like views. A lot of the time it looks like followers. It looks like engagement, but really at the end of the day, it's just giving you more and more of an opportunity to get in front of the right people. And and let me kind of add something before when you were asking about the full kind of scope of the service, if somebody has got a massive audience and the conversations aren't happening, let's say there's no lead magnet. That's there enticing them. So it's, we would then look at, okay, how do we, gear your video to say and if you're interested in seeing the five markets that are the most appealing right now to families of at least two kids book my guide on this local market in the school districts because of xyz let's say right that is something that we would talk about because it's all about leveraging social media to get more of these quality conversations and and so metrics look different for different people and success looks different for different people. But at the end of the day, the thing that is consistent is how many quality conversations are you having? And if you're not having enough, how do we get more? I love that. I love that. And so, you know, what's the let's let's go back to chat GPT a little bit here. Any any legalities in using this sort of stuff? I mean, we, we put out a lot of content. Obviously, we've got fiduciary duties. We've got, you know, a, a, a this thing that says the information we put out there has to be true and factual. 
we're not in control of chat gpt so how do you how do you suggest that you know we stay on the better side of the legal the legal thing we don't get ourselves in hot water using some of these techs and, and ais and all these different things that are out there uh that is that is what i would say that the agent has to be the filter on that themselves so if you get let's say a social media script that might get you into trouble let's say if you if it starts listing out financing options right and it starts telling you've got this you've got this number one you have to know i can't really talk about that and number two it's even if i could let's say you deal with mortgages like is this accurate so i as a marketer I make sure, again, like I was saying before, the agent needs to stay in their real house. You shouldn't be researching the hack out of ChatGPT to stay on top of trends. I would also say that I, as the marketer, need to stay in my wheelhouse. And and the advice that I'm giving, let's say, on how to create a better video, um, I would urge, I would say to every one of my clients, you need to make sure as a professional in your industry that this crosses all of the T's and dots, all of the I's. And if it does, then move forward with it. So you've got to have the last word and you've got to be the last filter on it. That's awesome. So, so what's the next big thing? Do you know yet in your research, what you're seeing, do we know what the next big thing that we should early adopt or, or is chat GPT is the thing that everybody needs to learn how to adopt into their business? So to be interested, to, to be honest, like video, I would still say people who get involved in videos now are still basically early adopters, even though they're not actually early adopters by any stretch of the imagination. But I give webinars and workshops all the time. And when I say the beginning of every workshop, who's currently making videos consistently? Very few people raise their hands. Who wants to be making videos consistently? And everybody shoots their hand up, which means that for all intents and purposes, videos are an early adopter's dream right now because nobody's really doing it. And certainly not enough people. And so the next big thing are, I would say videos, but I, let me get more specific. It's the tools that are there to make videos easier because it all is around videos, right? So if you learn how to use Facebook groups and Google and answer the public, and I know we didn't talk about that, to find the right content ideas that your people care about, and then you can use ChatGPT, let's say, to script or to format or to outline a video, and then you use a platform like Veed.io to edit your videos to make sure that you can literally read off of a teleprompter and make it that it lo you're looking at the camera, and also edit the video with the click of a button, literally. And you're making videos in less time than it takes for you to order a cup of coffee at a drive-thru. That is, that is an early adopter's tool. So it's not about ChatGPT itself. It's about the ability to just put together a tech stack where you can create videos in literally under five minutes per video while everybody else is fumbling around finding the right video editors from Fiverr and how much should I pay? And I've spoke to this agency and this and that. You're just getting to work and you're creating videos really quickly and you're still able to do all of the things that you're currently doing to grow your business. Do you know what's really cool about that? So so we were talking about ChatGPT and I thought, okay, let, let me see how quickly I can do this. So just so everybody listening, in the time that it took Oliver to answer that last question, I just typed in a ChatGPT while we're sitting here. I just said, hey, what are the most common questions that buyers and sellers are asking in real estate right now? So I got 12 questions on the buyer side. I got 10 questions on the seller side. And it's something simple. How do I prep my home for sale? What are the costs that are associated with selling a home? Should I hire a real estate agent or how are the ways that I can do it? What are the benefits of working with a realtor? How can I make my home more attractive to buyers? What's the best time to sell? What's the current market conditions for selling? How long does it take to sell my house? What are the tax implications? What documents do I need? That was that was less than 10 seconds. I got all those things. And my brain immediately started going, there's 10 pieces of content 
probably closer to 40 pieces of content if I just went and wrote scripts for all those or had GPT mm -hmm. write me the scripts on all those and then tweak and edit, pop it in a Jasper, get it looking better, all that stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden I can create, I can create content for the next probably 120 to 180 days. So let's take this a step farther. Let's continue with this experiment if you're okay with this. Yes, sir. What was the, what was the, I don't know, give me the fifth question and that's there. Uh, how can I make my home more attractive to buyers? Okay, let's do this. Okay, go into ChatGPT and I want you to type in, you're a real estate agent in Hamilton or in the Hamilton area. Okay. That specializes in listings. Yeah. Someone asks you, and then put that question in there. Okay. Answer that question in approximately a hundred words. And the reason we say a hundred words is because it takes about a minute to read a hundred words. So that is how we're going to make sure that it stays to about a minute. Now, I also want you to say, make sure to include X, Y, and Z and whatever X, Y, and Z are, that's going to be how you would answer the question. So now the question is coming from you. The answer is coming from you because X, Y, and Z is your answer. ChatGPT is packaging your question, your answer into a script. So did you, did you finish that? I did. Okay. Yeah. So let's see what you got. Read it does. Read it to us. Yeah. Yeah. So to make your home more attractive and to buyers in the Hamilton area, consider these steps, curb appeal, enhance your home with uh, homes, exterior and landscaping, fresh paint, well-maintained entrance, clean and declutter, keep your home spotless, clutter-free, creating a more inviting environment. Go with neutral tones. A fresh coat of neutral paint can help really appeal to a broader range of buyers. Staging, arrange your furniture to highlight the space potential and depersonalize to help buyers envision themselves living in your home. Make sure you have good lighting, ensure ample, natural, and artificial light makes the room feel open and welcome. And pricing, make sure that you consult with me to set the most competitive price based on market conditions. And now end that with something like uh, uh, DM me to get a, to see what your house is worth, something like that, or follow for more tips like this. Boom, done. And and that call to action, right? Follow me for more tips and tricks like this. And don't be afraid to, you know, comment or send me a message if you want more info. Yeah. Like these, this is the thing. Like, what's the next big thing? Like the next big thing is for people to realize, like, let's not try to address all of this behemoth at once. Let's do the basic thing. Let's figure it out. And then let's just figure out how to get better in a month or two. But yeah. how easy was that? Dude, we just created a reel on a podcast in less than two minutes. It's disgusting. <laughs> talk about efficiency, right? Like we talked about simple and efficiency. Those are two words we started today with was simple and efficiency. Now, if you're a realtor, you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I don't know what to do on social media. We literally just gave you your next reel and probably your next 30 to 40 reels that make you the expert in real estate and position you in front of your clients on whatever platform you choose to do that. I said real, cause I like Instagram. That's the one I like yep. most, but you could have done that on TikTok. You can go to LinkedIn. You can mix this up for investors. There's so much stuff that you can do. I absolutely love it. That's incredible. Yeah. And then just to, sorry to add one more thing. Cause there's another tool called repurpose.io where you can automatically set it up where if you post it to one platform, it goes to this one, this one, this one, this one. And then you post one video and then it basically goes across to all your platforms. So that again is just removing it. Now I'm not expecting everybody out of the gate to know all about all of these platforms, but again, 
start with Instagram, post the reels like this, right? Make it easy. And if you did want to make it even easier than what we just did, like that's exactly where Sphere Social Media comes in. So you get, you give your answer. Um, and then we'll take care of all of the other things like editing it. But it's, it's again, it's just so easy. Well, what I love about what Sphere does is you guys just take that whole guesswork that we just had to go create together and, and spend all this time and dump all this stuff in chat GPT. You guys get rid of all of that part of it. It, it. Like it gets no simpler than that, that I basically just get to say, hey, I'm going to go film all my content today. Click a link. Here are all my questions. Here are the answers that I need. And off we go. And, and we get to do it. So that's that's brilliant. I love that. Now. One of the things I love to do before we end um, is is I like to ask for kind of a mic drop moment. What's something that, you know, our listeners can take? What's active? They can go work on it right now. What's something that you're seeing from the social media marketing side of things that everybody that's listening or watching has to absolutely hear from you today? I would say there's two things, but they're kind of the same idea. Number one is perfection is the opposite of progress. Like, don't worry about it. Just do it. Um, and then that would be the second thing is just start. Yeah. Like, there, it's it's really like, I, I always give the example, like I, I love playing basketball. And the example is if somebody wants to get good at basketball, you can, you can always say, I need my shooting sleeve. It's coming in the mail and my shoes aren't, they're a little bit old. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it right. I want to get really nice, good new shoes. And like, I need an ankle brace because like, you could always do that. There's always something else. And I want to sign up for a program. I don't just want to go to the gym and shoot around. But anybody who knows anything about really any growth of any type, but I'm going to say basketball in this case, the first step is just go try it out. And then if you like it and you're shooting and you realize that you're hitting every one of your layups, no matter what they're like reverse layup, it doesn't matter. You're hitting all of them, but you can't hit a shot past 10 feet. You don't need to come into it being like, I need to work on my 10 foot jumper. No, you just try it. And then you realize, Hey, I suck at this. Let me work on that now. So when you just start, you realize where you're lacking, but you will never know that stuff. You can create for yourself a 30 day strategy plan about how I'm going to work on my layups for the first two weeks. And then you start and it's like easy. And then you just spend, I don't, you just made a two week plan to work on something that like, really, that's not the most pressing thing right now. So just start mess up. It's fine. If your video sucks and nobody views it anyway, then nobody's seen your video. So like, we're good. Who cares? Um, and just start and, and don't try to be perfect. Cause that, if you're trying to be perfect, you will never start. I love that. I love that. You heard that progress over perfection. You know, I've heard it said some of the other ways, right? Perfection is the killer of progress, right? I, I like that one a little bit better just for me, just the way it sounds, right? Cause everybody wants everything to be perfect. Isn't it a fun experiment to like go back and look at some of your like first content and like how trash it was and how it just gets better over time? No, what are you talking about? My content was amazing <laughs> right out of the gate. It was amazing. Oh, yeah, it was the best, right? You, you've got oh, yeah. it, you've it all and then made sure nobody else sees it. But, you know, I had someone mess with me the other day and he was like, do you remember that like first social media post that you put out? And I was like, no, I have no idea. And they sent me a screenshot. I was like, how deep in my timeline were you that That's you so found funny, that man. picture and sent it to me with the lame caption that yeah. I that didn't know I, back then. I remember when I was starting like this, this microphone, it's uh, it, like, you got to speak to it from the front. Right. And I remember my early videos, I'm speaking to it from like over here and the video, it just, it doesn't, I'm like, I don't even need this microphone. It's barely doing anything. Like I should probably just use my computer mic. And I, somebody messaged me. He's like, 
you're using your mic wrong. You're not even speaking like into the right place. And I'm watching this video and now I know it. I'm like, God, like what an idiot, man. Like but that's, that's how it is. And like, now I've run a social media marketing company for real estate agents. Like the guy who didn't literally know which side of the microphone to speak into is now running a social media marketing company for real estate agents. And like, we all have our versions of that. That's absolutely crazy. I, I love it. I love it. Well, we're going to leave you there, guys. Progress over perfection. You've heard it here. It is the Real Estate Hustle podcast. Oliver, our listeners, our viewers, they're going to want to know how to get a hold of you. They want to know where to check you out. Is, is Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook, what's the best place to get a hold of you? And how do we get people to in touch with you right now? So go follow me on Instagram. It's oliver.boar. Um, go give me a follow. DM me if you listen to this episode. If you said you're an idiot and I don't like anything you said, that's fine too. And if you want to tell me that you loved every word, that's also fine. So just let me know that you listened to this episode. I will appreciate you very much. But also, 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 if you would like a free video from Sphere Social Media for a limited time right now, only for real estate investors, agents, and coaches, um, please go to spheresocialmedia.com. And a pop-up should open up so you get your free video. There should be a couple of buttons there as well. But that is a totally free video for a limited time. So if you are listening to this and you want to see, is it really quicker than, I don't know, ordering a coffee to drive through? Is it really easier than making an omelet? Yes, it is. Go and try it out. Get your free video. You'll see how quick it is. When the video gets edited, you'll see the quality of the work. And then you could post it online and you could see if it's actually going to affect and improve your traction on your social media. So go and claim that free video. Um, and also let me know that you listen to this podcast and this is how you heard about it. We love it. Absolutely love it. And guys, I've, I've done it. So I can tell you it is faster than getting a cup of coffee. We did it on site at a convention. Like that's how quick and easy this thing is. You got to go check it out. Oliver, it's been a pleasure having you folks. You can find us on the Real Estate Hustle podcast everywhere. We're on Spotify, Apple Music. We are also on Instagram as well. And of course, your host, my name is Andre Chin. You know how to find me. I'm on Instagram as well. Feel free to flip me a DM as well. Oliver, it's been a pleasure. We look forward to coming to some of those workshops and seeing what you're doing out there. It's like, thank you. Thank you for coming up with something that just saves us from having to figure out everything and think about everything. And we're not doing it for four grand a month. We're using a simple tech that gets us moving forward. So we appreciate you so much. And we look forward to having you back sometime. And, and again, another episode of the Real Estate Hustle podcast.